I'm going to be singing that hymn all day now, Trish. <laughs> we used to sing it in vacation Bible school when I was uh, at St. James. And then we used to run in circles around the sanctuary. I was much younger then and much fitter. But God has spoken to his people, and Jesus is the word. Imagine for a moment that you are living in ancient Israel, and you've waited for weeks to hear Jesus. You know that he's been going to the surrounding communities, and you are eager to hear what he is going to say. So you, with your family and friends, sit down on the hillside, waiting for some words of comfort, words of mission, some kind of words that will give you hope to go on with your life. And what does he do? He sits down, he stands in front of you and calls you all a hypocrite. And I think to myself when I read that, well, why, why would people stay to hear what he had to say? And I can imagine that some walked away. Some were angry, so they wanted to stay. He had provoked them to hear what was going to come next. Some agreed. Don't we all sometimes think of ourselves as hypocrites? I know I do. I say one thing and do another. I think one thing and do another. So he really is calling us to our own humanity. And in that moment, Fred Craddock says, he's a very gifted preacher, said that Jesus has given the people a crisis moment. Not crisis as in the crisis of, you know, you're sick or you're well, a crisis of a decision. Are you going to stay the old way that you were, or are you going to move in a new direction? That is the crisis. That's why he says the house will be divided. Family members will be against family members, and that people will look for a new way to embrace well, for us, the church, but for him, the temple. And it won't be easy. To be a follower of Jesus will bring you heartache and pain, not only emotional, but physical. But you will be ready, Jesus says, to the people listening, because you know who you can rely on. You rely on one another, and you can rely on him, and you can rely on God. Phyllis Tickle was a very gifted theologian. She called this the great transformation. She said every 500 years, there was a big upheaval in the world. And at that moment, we were in, they, the world was in a crisis. And I do believe that that's what Jesus is talking about. There is a great transformation going on when he came to earth. And the transformation was you don't go to a temple authority to give you the answers. You have the answers inside yourself. 
that you know what is the right thing to do and that you listen to him being Jesus and his stories and they will give you a challenge but they will also give you heart and give you hope. We are going through such a transformation right now. And when we meet this afternoon after church, and everyone is welcome, to discuss the way society is moving, we will talk about those challenges. And we will discuss what is going on in society that causes us to lash out at one another, to be angry, to be hurt, to not even understand. I don't know how many of you watch Grant Chester on PBS, on the mysteries. I see some smiles. Okay, I have to say, I don't think Will is as good looking as Sydney. But I was corrected at the back of the church this morning at 8 o'clock. But in the episode last week, there were two elderly people one born in 1886 and one born in 1889, roughly. And Jordy, the detective, looks at Will and says, can you imagine everything that those two have seen in their life? And that is exactly, because it's in the 50s, and that is exactly what Jesus is talking about today. Could we ever have imagined that you would carry in your hand a phone that was a computer, a reader, you could email people, call people, text people, all of these things that we never thought we could do. Did you ever think that you could call a friend in another country and it would cost pennies? Or you could turn on your television and have channels from all over the world in all different languages, and if you didn't see anything on TV, you could stream a multitude of platforms, or you could listen to music. All of these things, if you had told our grandparents or our parents, they would have, they would have not believed us. They would have said, oh, come on. So I understood in that scene what Jordy was telling Will and what Jesus is telling the people and what Phyllis Tickle is telling us. This is a time of great transformation. This is a time of great change. And I listened to an interview that she gave before she died, and she said, churches have to be willing to be flexible. That for one thing, houses of worship may cease to be the way we think of them for those of us who count on coming here every Sunday, that is a frightening thought. I think we can be both and rather than either or. Through the week when the church can be one thing, I've heard of a church in Rockford who is looking at becoming a community center and on Sunday being a church. We can serve the people in our neighborhood through the week, and we can serve one another on the weekend, as well as the people in the neighborhood. It requires that we have imagination, that we have flexibility, 
and that we're willing to take a risk, just like Jesus was willing to take a risk by standing in front of those, that group of people and calling them hypocrites. That's pretty risky. I don't know if, I know I couldn't do that. And I don't even know if I would ever do that. But he knew what was coming. He knew that he was at the end of his life, that he had a few weeks or a few months to tell the people what they needed to hear, not what they wanted to hear. And that is why he, it's a call to arms for us and for them to not stay in one place, to not mark time, but to be willing to step out and embrace all that is possible when we embrace God's dream for us and God's dream for the world. It's not easy, and it is frightening. I know it's frightening for me because it's like stepping off a cliff. But when I step off a cliff, I know that the net will appear and that we are going to step off together and be an example to the world of what God's love and God's transformation is all about. It's not standing still. It's moving forward. Amen.